Rabbanit Elisheva Kamenetsky is here with us. She is, of course, Limude Kodesh principal at SKA, and she is the dean of the girls' education for NCSY and its summer programs. What a delight to reunite with you in Israel. How are you, Elisheva Kamenetsky? Oh, I should turn on your microphone also. Ah, the hazards of traveling without your staff, right? <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Hi. Hello, Nachum. How are things going so far this summer? Baruch Hashem. As you said, so grateful to be here. Yeah, uh, we were speaking with your wonderful husband earlier, and he agreed with my assessment. After every document is in, you must sit and pray, and then pray for that miracle like to crazy. happen. That I, never, I never thought of myself as an anxious person, but holding my Ziploc bag with my papers and praying that I had everything I needed. And until the official tells you that you're actually getting on the plate, that's also a, a stage of the whole. Correct. Anyway, thank God we're in Israel, and thank God you have the ability to... Uh, uh, participate in many NCSY summer programs because you're responsible for the women's education in so many of these programs. I mean, it, this may be overstating the obvious, but if in fact the focus and the goals of all the programs are different, then it means what you're providing educationally is going to be very different for each program as well. Correct. Absolutely. So Absolutely. give me an example. Let's, I, mean, I don't want to compare by name, but... You know, in a vague fashion, sure. tell me how different the educational programs would be. So, for instance, on the Michlelet, where there is a strong emphasis, the girls learn twice a day with Madrichot and different Chaburas. So I spend time during the winter time and early spring um, in some Chabura training, how to workshops, how to create wow. a Chabura, how to keep them engaging, um, how to prepare for them. And I actually tell the Madrichot that uh, in all likelihood... Uh, 50% or more of what they prepare, they may not end up using because once you get to the program and you meet your chanichot, your campers, uh, you may want to shift and take a little bit of a different direction. So I actually spend time on the mechlelet in particular, meeting with each madricha individually um, and to kind of review how their chabur is going, to try to help mentor them and give them direction to make it as impactful as possible. Before we move on, I just have to emphasize sure. this to the audience. We spend so much time, for good reason, because we're often based in Kolo for one of our programs, talking about how intense the Torah study is here in the specific Batei Midrashot of Kolel. Women on Michlelet, as you just indicated, are spending two giant portions of their day doing similar work. And it's in the hundreds. It's not just 10 girls. Right. It's in it's the really hundreds. And I think it's important for people to understand yeah. and realize that, yeah. that there's so many young women in our community yeah. who want that at this Absolutely. point. Absolutely. And on the Michlelet, almost every night, there's a night shear or lecture and many, many other opportunities to learn with your madrichot, you know, on your own time and in such beautiful ways. Girls really get inspired by learning. And that, that program, program, not that you're responsible as the head of it, we had a no, chance to speak to not, Mrs. Yudin yeah. yesterday, but that program is off the charts. Off the charts, so. off the charts, yeah, thank God. Um, on some of the other programs, right. the education also, every, every program has, you know, daily learning. But on some of the other programs, I'm involved in trying to create other, more informal educational experiences. Just yesterday on uh, Give One, we had a phenomenal panel with three really outstanding mechanchot um, in Israel uh, about the topic of how to make a decision. Because these are kids, girls, post-11th grade, who whatever they choose to do after high school, is, there's a fork in the road in the next couple of months <laughs> And then another fork in the road? And Correct. Fork. And it's for many of them, it's the first time that they're really faced with having to make decisions on their own. As I, as I introduced the program, I said, you know, till now you've kind of been a fish swimming upstream with the, you know, with the school of fish all around you. Yeah. And, uh, 
it was uh, really from a, a Torah perspective, but also super practical um, advice from three wonderful women, um, not about what decision to make, but how to approach a decision, and the power of Bechira and choice from a, from a Torah perspective. When you, when you tell these instructors that that's their topic, uh, they probably say to themselves, I'm, I need to prepare for a while By for the this way, one. So it's interesting <laughs> that you say that. I, I, they did, and I actually... Uh, you know, some of them I actually approached knowing that they were passionate about the subject. Uh -huh. um, you know, Rabbi Shana Goldberg actually was one of the panelists. She just put out a book on that topic. On decision making? On decision making. I'll give a little plug for it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really a terrific book. She's a wonderful author and a, and a very thoughtful person. Um, but yeah, I actually, you know, really was mindful about who to ask to be on that panel as people who would really give it depth, and, and they all did. She was joined by uh, Alana. Schreier Glatt, mm. an alumnus of uh, NCSY summer programs, and uh, Merrily Abraham. Just wonderful. There's a lot of talent people. out there. Isn't there it? is a lot. It's thank unbelievable. God. We All could right. use more, but there's yeah. a lot. <laughs> Ellie Sheva Kamenetsky's with us. Um, do you have to, and Michlel, that's a bad example, so think of other programs. Do you have to say to yourself, I need this program to not feel like school? I need this program to not let these girls think that they're back in a classroom. Completely, yeah. <laughs> Every person, I'll venture to say teachers and principals too, need a summer. That's true. Everybody needs a summer. But at the same time, learning never stops from a, a Torah perspective and from a growth and life perspective. So I, I think it's a really powerful message that we can learn from so many experiences, from Tiulim, from Chesed opportunities, from sitting on a bus with an advisor. Learning and growing is available to us in so many shapes and form. And frankly, summer shouldn't look anything like school. Yeah. And frankly, one could argue that, that school shouldn't look exactly like summer either. Uh, that having right. that blend of opportunities in a 12-month uh, spectrum is, is, is really great. Um, not to get too controversial, but um, in this era where there are segments of our community that are not anxious for information to be made available to everybody, sometimes women, you must have really, and this may be overstating the obvious, you must have a completely different perspective on that. Meaning, the more information, the better. The more exploration, the better. The more uh, information and education we give young women in our community, the more it is to the benefit of them and everybody around them. Yeah, I'm certainly a huge advocate of giving space for, for people, teenagers, and, and women in particular to question, to ask, and to explore. Because honestly, they're gonna get information on their own. Mm -hmm. And as I often have said about my own children, and I certainly say it about my students, I, I'd rather raise the topic and have them ask their questions and, and hear perspectives from me directly um, that are either my own opinion or certainly a Torah uh, perspective rather than make assumptions or get that information which is at their fingertips from uh, whatever sources they may be exposed to. And it's funny, a minute ago I said to you about how much talent there is out there on that end. There's a lot of talent on the receiving end also. Young women who are thirsting for all of this and taking advantage of it. Thirsting and thirsting. I, I think what we find on NCSY summer programs, I actually just came from speaking with some Madrichot because that's something else that I do is, you know, the, the young men and women who dedicate their summers to this, they are working 24 seven there are no days off like there is in summer camp That's in America right. there's hardly an hour off in a in, in a week they're really really on and one of the things that we look to provide is some space for them to ask questions to to kind of process some of what they're experiencing with somebody you know who's older and more experienced and you know one of the things which came up just just in in, in the last hour but I see come up over and over again is 
you know, at the end of the day, kids want substance. <laughs> they want fun, they want connection, and they're searching for meaning. And you know, for every individual and every kid that looks a little different, but that is a constant. And uh, that's something that we find on NCSY summer programs, each and every program. I would add two things, by the way. We'll see if you agree. They want truth. Absolutely. So they don't want any that. of the shtick. They that, want that truth. That also just came up you know, in, with the group that I was just meeting. I, just to be authentic. Give be it to who me you straight. Are. Right? You know, don't pretend you're something you're not. You know, I will quote my, uh, my husband. It sounds like a really strange quote, but he said it very often. Often comments, kids are like dogs. They can sniff and smell authenticity. And that's absolutely <laughs> true. true. It's absolutely true. The other thing yeah. I would say is, and, and understandably, you may not fully agree with this, and I don't know if I fully agree with this, but one of the things that I'm impressed with is they are often seeking values. Even those who may be you know, coming from varied backgrounds and are not quite sure about the direction they want to go in, but it seems that when you present them with real values, they get attracted to them. I think that is true. I think they are pulled by a world that yeah. is, you know, many different directions. Exactly, and there are social things that have become social norms. But when you peel away those layers, yeah, they they are attracted to truth, meaning, and values. So, is it a myth that it's much more complicated to be a young person these days, or is it the truth? We don't know. We're not part say, of that I'm generation. Not so young. I, I can say that it certainly uh, certainly feels that way. Because <laughs> I, I think, you know, we sit here and, and we've spoken to so many young men who've chosen to come on this program, for instance, and other programs. And I say to myself, you know, as teenagers, they're making really drastic decisions about where that, what direction they want to go in. And that's pretty impressive. So, yes, teens are being pulled in a lot of different directions and certainly are making their own decisions, not always positive ones, but some of them are using the opportunity to really drift in the right way. Absolutely. And, and these programs are so supportive with phenomenal mentors yeah. and just great staff. And uh, frankly, as you, as you said, you know, the schluss of being here in Eretz Yisrael, it's, uh, it's powerful. No powerful combination. The Madrichot tonight, all they needed to hear from you is that it's all normal, right? They needed to hear from <laughs> you funny. that, you know what, guys? Been there, done that. Don't worry, because this is the way it's supposed to yeah, be, right? The truth is, they they're, they're doing great. They they didn't need that much, but they. Uh, but it's good to get that reassurance, awesome. right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I'm sure yeah. you experience the same thing in school, sure. right? You always want people to understand that <laughs> all of this is normal, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> I, I like to call it a new normal. Right. What wasn't normal five years ago is now now normal now. Uh, any evaluation yet on what effect uh, this pandemic has had on our high school students, or you're not ready to make an evaluation? Certainly not ready to make an evaluation, and I, I uh, deeply believe that we have no idea yet. But we will know down the road. Yeah, that the ripple effects are, await us, and I guess HaKadosh Baruch Hu will help us navigate them as he uh, you know, helped us through the last this, 18 This months. helps a lot. The fact that they are in Israel for normal. a few weeks. Yeah really helps a yeah, lot yeah. even the kids yeah. who were cooped up and whatever that means it could be mentally cooped up it could be physically Correct. cooped up they are now yeah. at least on yeah, the loose these, for a few these, weeks these programs are running yeah. are running really normally thank god should just continue continued success and thanks thank so much you, for joining Nahum. us awesome to be here thank Ellie you Ellie SKA Limude Kodesh Principal Dean of Girls Education for NCSY that means all of the NCSY summer programs that are designated for the young women in our community.